Hi, I'm Jonathan Schroden with CNA, and I'm here today with Michael Kugelman from the Wilson Center. And we thought we'd talk just briefly about President Trump's recent decision to draw down the number of troops in Afghanistan to no more than 2,500 by January 15th, just days before he leaves office. Uh, lots to unpack in that decision. Um, and so I'll turn it straight over to Michael and ask Michael, what do you think about this decision by the president? Well, it's significant. We knew it was coming for quite some time. Uh, it's, of course, the lowest number of uh, troops the U.S. will have had in Afghanistan since practically the beginning of the war. Um, and, uh, you know, what I think above all else is that um, it's, it's, it's a very risky gambit uh, at a moment when peace talks are in a very um, precarious moment, um, when the U.S. is looking to wield whatever leverage it can to try to get the peace talks moving. Um, and um, it, use, it has tried to use troops as a point of leverage. And yet, with President Trump deciding to pull 2,000 troops without getting the Taliban to do anything in return, I think that's going to give the U.S. even fewer bargaining chips than it already had. But be curious to hear your take. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Um, I would say there's also, I think, a morale aspect to this as well, both for mm -hmm. Afghans and the Afghan security forces, which is mostly what I focus on, in so much as, you know, when when they see the U.S. giving away large chunks of leverage um, and, and when they see the changes that I, I think are likely to be commensurate with a drawdown to 2,500, which is to say the U.S. is going to have to collapse a lot of its footprint into the into the Kabul area and not be nearly as present out in, you know, the sort of regional parts of Afghanistan. I think there's a real morale aspect that is going to be felt both by the Afghan security forces not having that presence uh, as near to them as it was in the past, but also on the behalf of just ordinary Afghans who, you know, you see a lot of discussion on Twitter, um, you know, from, from ordinary Afghans about feeling like they're being abandoned by the international community. Um, Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's true. Um, but, you know, at the same time, it's true. This is sort of, I think, for many Afghans, an indication that um, this, is, this is it. We've come to this moment. This fear of abandonment um, is with us, is coming. And I think that particularly within the Afghan elite, that's, that's a, a very reasonable, understandable concern. But, you know, at the same time, you sort of broaden the scope a bit and look at, um, you know, the Afghan public on the whole. I've noted in recent weeks, in recent months, what appears to be um, in areas where the Taliban is really inflicting a lot of damage, growing unhappiness about the U.S. and the broader NATO presence and its, its inability to rein in um, the, uh, these groups and not just the Taliban, but ISIS and others that are causing so much, so much uh, destruction for the country. So on the one hand, you have some that think that don't want the U.S., don't want the NATO presence to go. But at the same time, you, I think that we need to wonder if on some levels, is the U.S. and the foreign military presence starting to wear out its welcome uh, in Afghanistan? It may be a provocative thing to say, but certainly that is that there is that sentiment as well on some levels, which I think is important to acknowledge. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Um, that. And I think you even see that, to your point, even among the Afghan elite. I mean, I, there was mm -hmm. a quote from National Security Advisor Mohib not long ago in which he, he sort of lamented the way that the peace talks were going and, and you know, some of the things the U.S. was doing and, and you know, sort of wondered aloud or worried aloud about the possibility of a, of, a, of a new civil war emerging as a result. And yet in the wake of the announcement to go down to 2,500, 
um, the newly uh, you know confirmed Minister of Defense As Asadullah Khalid um, said that he thought Afghanistan's security forces would get on just fine without um, you know having U.S. advisors present and without a lot of the support that they've been getting. So I, I you know I agree with you. I think that dichotomy exists even up to the most senior levels um, of Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you quickly, uh, you know, so I, I just finished reading an op-ed um, that Ashraf Ghani, the president of, of Afghanistan, published in which he was asking for, you know, continued international aid. And I wonder your thoughts about what this decision, you know, on the troop front might do in terms of on the, inter on the international aid side of things, which is critically important to Afghanistan as well. Yeah, I'll try to answer a great tough question in 30 seconds. Um, I would argue that uh, the issue of aid is really one of the only remaining tools of leverage that the international community is going to have. You could argue that it, once once the foreign troop uh, uh, presence is gone, perhaps the, the ANSF, the security forces in Afghanistan, can hold things together a bit more. But the, the Afghan military is so heavily dependent on foreign largesse that if that stopped coming in, that could have considerable implications. So that raises questions um, whether there should be um, more conditionality uh, put on future U.S. or broader international security assistance to Afghanistan. Surely, it's something that's that's been discussed, is being discussed at this at this donors conference. It's a, it's a key point. Yeah, and obviously there are there are many parallels that people like to draw back to the the Soviet departure from Afghanistan mm -hmm. and how long the the military was able to hold on. Uh, with no Soviet advisors, but continued flow of funding um, and, you know, and the devastating consequences of when that funding dried up. Well, we're almost out of time. So I just want to thank you, Michael, for joining me today. And I hope everybody enjoyed our conversation.